Hello, fantasy friends. I'm Scott Cullen, host of Locked On Fantasy Baseball on the Locked On Podcast Network. Locked On Fantasy Baseball is brought to you today by Rock Auto, and Rock Auto has amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them Locked On sent you. Today, lots of injury updates, a look at Wednesday's star performers, some matchups to exploit, and DFS tips for Thursday. I hope you caught yesterday's podcast in which I broke down the underlying numbers for the top 10 fantasy hitters so far this season. A look at what's real and and maybe what isn't. Uh, So let's start today with injury updates. And the good news continues for the Houston Astros. Third baseman Alex Bregman has suffered a strained hamstring. Uh, Utility man Jack Mayfield could fill in short term, but he's 11 for 72 in his major league career. So he's not a, a fantasy relevant player. For the Astros' sake, they obviously would hope that Bregman isn't out long term. Rangers outfielder Willie Calhoun uh, appears destined for a stint on the injured list with a hamstring injury. Uh, this is a good opportunity for Nick Solak to step in, uh, stick in the lineup because there was, I guess, some concern with Danny Santana returning from the injured list uh, where Solak would fit in. Uh, but with Calhoun out and Santana back in the lineup, uh, Derek Dietrich might also find his way into some more at-bats uh, for the Rangers. Reds outfielder Nick Senzel has landed on the injured list, uh, opening up center field for Shogo Akiyama. Uh, Akiyama is hitting just 224 with a 611 OPS right now, but he, he should get some more regular at-bats uh, while Senzel's out. Rocky center fielder David Dahl uh, has landed on the injured list with lower back soreness, and also uh, he's off to just a terrible start this season. Uh, so Sam Hilliard could see some more playing time in, in the Rockies outfield. And if Garrett Hampson uh, spends a lot of time in center field that could open up a room at second base in Colorado for top prospect Brendan Rogers, uh, who's just been called up. Twins catcher Mitch Garver suffered what looked like a side injury on Wednesday. And while he's out, veteran Alex Avia uh, will handle catching duties for Minnesota. Raised right-handed pitcher Yanni Chirinos is headed back to the injured list with a right elbow strain. Uh, joining Charlie Morton and prospect Brendan McKay, who are already on the injured list. Uh, so the Rays may need to start looking at openers for the next little while. Uh, Yankees reliever Zach Britton suffered an apparent leg injury on Wednesday, basically just in time for the Yankees. They got Araldis Chapman just back uh, on the roster this week, and and so now Chapman uh, is all set to take over the closer role that Britton had filled so so capably earlier this season. Uh, Mets rookie left-hander David Peterson had an MRI on his shoulder, and there was minor inflammation but no structural damage, which you know, means that it's probably not going to be a long-term thing, but he, he is likely to miss his next start. The Mets rotation is really in flux these days. Uh, behind Jacob deGrom and Rick Porcello, uh, they've dropped Steven Matz from the rotation. Uh, they've added Robert Gesellman, Corey Oswalt, and Seth Lugo. And we'll, you know, roll the dice with those guys and see what you get. You know, Lugo has shown some potential and been pretty good out of the bullpen. Uh, so you might find some, you know, possible sleeper value there uh, if he can stick as a starter for the Mets. Now, in one more bit of injury news, uh, Astros designated hitter Jordan Alvarez, who seems to be a pretty regular uh, mention uh, on injury news, will probably be uh, left out for the next for the foreseeable future uh, because he's on the injured list with a knee injury already and is scheduled to have season-ending surgery on his patella. Uh, this is a, a crushing injury, really, for the Astros, uh, given that Alvarez is one of the top power hitters in baseball. And, you know, when you return to the lineup, it, it really looked like it could give them a boost. Well, now Alvarez done for the season. And uh, it, it's been a very brief season uh, for Jordan Alvarez. We barely knew ye. Let's take a look at Wednesday's stars, and we'll start in Houston. 
uh, where Astros left fielder Kyle Tucker was four for five with three runs scored, four RBIs, one home run, and two triples in a 13-6 win at Colorado. Tucker, with injuries that uh, the Astros have been piling up, this is kind of creating more room for Tucker uh, to get regular playing time, and that's really just the opportunity he needs to to step in and become a really valuable uh, fantasy player because he's got power and speed. Uh, if he can get his average up a little bit, uh, he could really be worth something. Uh, also, Astros shortstop Carlos Correa was three for five with two runs scored, three RBIs, and a home run in that 13-6 win at Colorado. Uh, obviously, <laughs> the the issue that's hung over Correa in the past few seasons is his inability to stay healthy. So uh, the last thing uh, Houston would need now, given all the injury troubles they've had, uh, is for Correa to, to suddenly end up on the injured list. Uh, into Toronto, center fielder Randall Grichuk. It's two for four with two runs scored, three RBIs, and two home runs in a 5-2 win at, at Baltimore. Uh, fifth time in the past six games that Grichuk has homered. And, uh, you know, given that there isn't a whole lot of great news coming out of Toronto these days with Bo Bichette and Nate Pearson both on the injured list, pleasant surprise to have uh, Grichuk delivering uh, for the Blue Jays. Uh, Red Sox third baseman, Raphael Devers. It's three for four with one run scored, three RBIs, and hit a home run in a 6-3 win against Philadelphia. It's been a tough start to the season for Devers, uh, but you know the talent is there. You know uh, he should be able to produce uh, much more than he has so far this in you know this this point in the season. Uh, St. Louis Cardinal shortstop Tommy Edmond uh, was in for uh, Paul DeYoung. Uh, he was three for four with two runs scored, two RBIs, and a nine-three win uh, at the Cubs in Game One of a doubleheader. Kansas City Royals starting pitcher Brad Keller, who, who I uh, had recommended a few days ago, uh, went six and two-thirds innings, uh, had th- gave up three hits, three walks, struck out five, allowed no runs in a 4 nothing win against Cincinnati. Keller uh, is not, you know, some overpowering uh, ace, but I would say a quietly effective starting pitcher. And, and if you can still pluck him up off your waiver wire, uh, it's not a bad play. Uh, and in the second game of that same doubleheader, uh, Cincinnati starting pitcher Trevor Bauer Went seven innings, gave up just one hit, walked three, struck out nine, uh, allowing no runs and a 5 nothing win uh, at Kansas City. Uh, Bauer uh, has been pitching like he did a couple of years ago. He uh, strangely just collapsed in Cincinnati uh, after he was acquired last season, uh, but he's back in fine form uh, like he was in 2018. Uh, Mets starting pitcher Jacob deGrom, who had missed his last start with uh, neck tightness, uh, seemed to be fine uh, in a 5-3 win at, at Miami. He went six innings, allowed just four hits, no walks, uh, no no runs against, and struck out seven. Uh, standard fare uh, for the perennial Cy Young contender. A's starting pitcher, Jesus Luzardo, went six and a third innings in a 4-1 win against Arizona, allowed four hits, two walks, no runs, and struck out seven. A strong, strong performance from Luzardo and the kind of thing the A's need out of him. Uh, he's had uh, a few other spotty performances earlier this season. Uh, White Sox DH, Edwin Encarnacion, went two for four and hit two home runs in a 5-3 win against Detroit. Uh, Encarnacion is, is like the, an ageless power hitter uh, who just continues to, to churn out the numbers year after year. Uh, Padres third baseman, Manny Machado, was two for five. Uh, and hit a grand slam uh, to walk off in the 10th inning in a 6-3 win against Texas. And lastly, we got a, a couple of uh, Milwaukee Brewers, uh, D.H. Ryan Braun and left fielder Christian Yelich. 
Both were two for four, scored two runs, had two RBIs, and hit a home run in a 9-3 win at Minnesota. Uh, Yelich's slow start has been well documented. Uh, we did the Christian Yelich watch for the first couple of weeks of this season when he was really uh, struggling. Uh, he seems to have busted out of that. Uh, Braun got off to a tough start and then was injured, uh, but uh, back in the lineup and, and producing now, uh, you would expect the Brewers to be a little bit better uh, when these you know veteran bats that you you can you should be able to count on are starting to uh, produce. Coming up next, we'll look at some matchups to exploit on Thursday and some DFS tips before we go. Rock Auto is an online parts source where you can get just about anything for any type of vehicle. I'm pretty much incompetent when it comes to doing stuff with my car, so I leave that to my mechanic most of the time. But my father-in-law is a do-it-yourself wizard. He's rebuilt a bunch of cars, including a vintage Jaguar and at least one BMW. This is the site for him. Great prices on an incredible variety of parts. Having access to such a vast parts repository has its advantages. Need an ignition starter switch for a Lexus SUV? I did a while back. Let me tell you, I was not remotely impressed the day that it died in the middle of a car wash. But with the click of a mouse, a handful of options are ready on Rock Auto. How about an ignition coil for a 1987 Lotus Esprit Turbo? They've got those too. I mean, you'll find what you need because they have an amazing selection for just about any kind of vehicle at reliably low prices. They have all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them Locked On sent you. So a few matchups that catch my interest in Thursday's games. Start with Miami Marlins plus 155 against the New York Mets. Daniel Castano uh, is on the mound for the Marlins against Seth Lugo for the Mets. Uh, Castano has a 1.16 whip in his first couple of starts and last season in the minors had a 3.48 ERA, 1.16 whip. He may not be uh, major league ready, uh, you know, to keep taking turns in the rotation, but, you know, so far so good, and, and at least gives the, the Marlins a fighting chance uh, against Lugo, who's making his first start of the season for the Mets. You got Pittsburgh. Now we're taking a big underdog here, Trevor Williams, plus 210 against Cleveland and Shane Bieber. Uh, They're huge underdogs and should be because Bieber's one of the best pitchers in baseball. Uh, but Williams is respectable and had, had a good start as a big underdog last time out. And, and so I'm going back to that well. Uh, he has a 3.980 ERA and 1.23 whip in four starts. You know, it's not amazing, but it's respectable. He could give you a solid six innings. And, and we'll see whether that's enough uh, to hang with the Cleveland Indians. And one more underdog, uh, Texas and Kyle Gibson, plus 160 uh, at San Diego and Denilson Lamette. Uh, the Rangers have been getting thumped and getting their feelings hurt by the Padres. Uh, but Gibson's a consistently mediocre pitcher who could give them a respectable start and give them a fighting chance uh, enough to, that it makes it worthwhile getting them at plus 160. So now let's shift to a few daily fantasy recommendations for Thursday. Start with Giants starter Kevin Gossman, who's $6,500 at the LA Angels. He's been pretty reliable early this season. He has a 4.21 ERA, which isn't great, but a 1.17 whip and a career high 11.9 strikeouts per nine in four starts. You know, Gossman, you get the extremes. You get him pitching really well, and then you get some almost disastrous results. Uh, and, you know, so far this season, the results have been pretty good. And so see whether or not he can continue that against the Angels. We've got a, a couple of guys who are eligible at multiple positions. First up, First base and second base eligible, Jake Cronenworth, just $2,500 against Texas and Kyle Gibson. Cronenworth uh, for the Padres is hitting 333 with a 1.011 OPS in his first 20 major league games. Now, you know, those numbers may be due to come down 
but they may have been due to come down after 10 games too. And Cronenworth has continued to hit. Uh, so uh, give him uh, a look in that game. Uh, also first base and second base eligible is San Francisco Giants' Wilmer Flores uh, going up against the Angels and Jose Suarez. Flores has an 828 OPS this season, quietly productive, uh, but Suarez had a 7.11 ERA in 81 innings for the Angels last season. Given you know that track record, take your chances with the Giants uh, at cut rate prices. You know you can grab Flores, uh, but seek out uh, as many Giants as you can if you're looking to do a little stack against the suspect pitcher. One more, we'll go with Orioles outfielder Anthony Santander, who should not be considered a sleeper by any means, but his price is only $4,300 against Boston and Nathan Eovaldi. Santander has a 1047 OPS so far this season. He's been one of the most valuable hitters in fantasy, uh, leading the American League in RBIs, uh, was tied for the lead in in runs uh, just a day ago. So Anthony Santander at at $4,300 against Nathan Eovaldi, who is okay, fine, uh, not the type of pitcher that I would say should should be able to shut down uh, somebody who's as hot as Anthony Santander. That will do it for today. I'll be back tomorrow with more fantasy baseball news. Send me your questions. I'm at by Scott Cullen on Twitter. The show is at LO underscore fantasy MLB on Twitter. If you want to fire off an email, send it to lockedonfantasybaseball at gmail.com. Find us and subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. That wraps up this edition of Locked On Fantasy Baseball. Now tell your smart device to play the most recent episode of Locked On Baseball. Stay safe and stay locked in with Locked On Fantasy Baseball, your daily source for fantasy news and analysis.